You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fantreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. Today's episode of Locked on Rays is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON20, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, the numerals 2-0, and that'll get you 20% off your next order. Well, Ulysses, a couple of housekeeping notes. For one, we are back to daily, Monday through Friday, on the podcast second of all spring training games are officially being played and the rays came out with a victory nine to seven two hour 54 minute game seven innings look all games should be seven innings this year that's what i'm pitching for make all games seven innings get this broadcast broadcast all spring training games on television because you're only allowing 1100 people into the stands. So I, I don't know why they can't uh, stick a, a video camera out in center field and behind home plate and, and just stream that for, for three hours. And then you get the, if you want to get the regional television broadcast and the national television broadcast involved, that's fine. I mean, it's great to hear Andy and Dave on the radio, but Hey, you're, you're capping capacity at 10, 15%, put the games on. Let, let me be able to watch a game in some shape or form every day. It's great to hear Dave and Andy once again, you know, talking crap about the Yankees in passing and about what the rotation can look like in 2021. But it would also be really nice to get psyched up with some visuals. So, yeah, I agree 100 percent there with you. I don't understand why MLB just wants to be really bad for their fans. Uh, They don't seem to want to grow the game. You grow the game by showing the games, not by not showing the games. (laughs) it, 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 it seems rather elementary, but maybe it isn't Watson. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, honest question. How much of the radio broadcast, if any, did you listen today? I listened about two innings, two innings. Okay. Worth. Yeah. I, I kind of flipped back and forth. I was driving back from golf and I checked in about yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So look, it's spring training. Uh, we, we can't, we can't crown Tristan Gray as a hall of famer yet. Yes, he or is. a perennial all-star. Oh, my yes, gosh. He is. Get out of here. A non-prospect. He's a non-prospect. That's what he is. No. Although Mike Brasso was a non-prospect. At there the you go. Points. And guess what? Both of them had pretty good games today. And, you know, bomb from Gray, bomb from Brasso, bomb from Mr. Austin Meadows there yes. with a men on base. I mean, Willie got a double. Manny Marco got another double. A Rosarena singled. He's still hot from October. I think a lot of positives on the hitting side of things, which is good to see. We want to see that lineup real hot the whole season, not just in a 60-game sprint and then disappear during the playoffs. We want that offense to be always kindling. All all that fire, keep it going. 
And let's keep in mind, most, most of those hits and home runs were, were off no-name pitchers or pitchers trying to work on things that hey. they're not going to sniff the big leagues. But look, it's, it's always fun to talk about who's the, the spring training pop and everything like that. And look, I hope Tristan Gray turns out to be something. He's a guy that's shown development throughout the minor leagues, and he was once upon a time a, a Pirates draftee, so it wouldn't be the first time that somebody drafted with the Pirates had success elsewhere not with the pirates so that would be fun to see he's, he's definitely got legit power and everything like that but again first spring training game in the book so how many spring training games do the rays have what like 20 25 something like that i think uh, 26 so but don't they're don't, on don't pace for 26 and 0 right like hey that's big <laughs> that's right you know that's everybody right there. It will right now it's spring training starting. So everybody has the same quotes, you know, best shape of my yes. life. I tweaked the stance. I'm trying a new pitch. We've all heard it before, but it still just hits you. You know, if you're a baseball yes. fan, all of the cliches still hit you. You do want to believe in that new pitch. You do want to believe in that new stance. And you do think that this guy who has added flexibility and looks, uh, you know, more, more athletic can make it a, uh, you know, a very productive year. So it, it, we're all excited. I mean, spring training, it just, it's, it's just nice to have it once again in our lives. I'd be more excited if I could have seen that Tristan Gray home run in yeah, person or true. on the boob tube or the triple or whatever yeah. else he did in the game. But all I can go off are box scores and Andy and Dave highlights, which is okay. Right. But it's, it's nice to have more of the games too. Um, it is a Monday, which means we get to our takeaways and observations from the weekend uh, besides spring training game number one. So we'll get to that. But first we've got to tell you about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And use that promo code locked on L O C K E D O N. Okay, Ulysses, what did you learn from the weekend? Takeaways, observations, news, news and notes, anything that that tickled your fancy over the last couple of days? Well, I, I'm actually surprised you didn't want to talk about Andrew Kittredge being back on the mound. I think that's very disrespectful. I know you're a Kittredge fan, so um, huge Kittredge fan, Paul Giamatti's know. doppelganger. Let's go. Um, man, I was about to watch sideways too. I was going to watch that. I was going to start <laughs> that up. Hey, I, I can't watch uh, Ray's spring training baseball on television. I got to watch something. So you movies, watch I guess. The, the, the classics of Thomas Hayton church and Giamatti. Look, yeah. uh, takeaways, you know, my first takeaway doesn't really have to be with, with what happened on, on the team uh, specifically, you know, tickets for the grapefruit league for the Rays, home games, you know, mm-hmm. sold out. In about five minutes after they went on sale Friday morning. This is, I think, great news for race fandom. The cynic in me, Kevin, and I feel like the cynic in you as well, wants to say, duh, shouldn't be that difficult to, to sell out the reigning American League champions uh, with reduced seating nonetheless uh, for yeah. spring training games. But I do want to see that positive in the passion and excitement 
that grows for this team right now. I think the, the, the race fandom is in for a treat for the next three, five years. And yeah. I'm going to keep saying this till I'm blue in the face. This team is not better than last year on paper, but it is most definitely still an exciting team to watch. And it's going to be an exciting 2021 year. It's going to be revolutionary. It's going to be pioneering. I think it's going to be very exciting. And I think the tickets being sold out in five minutes says something about that excitement for race fans. Yeah, that's a good point there. And I think it is going to be an exciting, if not a more intriguing year than last year, seeing all these prospects and going from 60 to 162, all the new faces that might get opportunities, Wander Franco, Vidal Brujan, the list goes on and on. Some of these young pitchers that we're itching to see as well. Uh, So tickets, tickets sold out in five minutes, less than five minutes, whatever it was. Do you think they should have increased capacity or kept it what it is? Okay. No, kept keep it at what it is. I I think if they came up with that number, that's a number that they thought was safe. Uh, Not only with local, local government rules and, and, and science helping them out. I I think it's fine. I I don't, we're in Florida. It could be full capacity. That's, that's the rule here. Full capacity or bust. Florida seems to operate in different uh, with with different uh, you know sentiments. I think yeah. You ever been to a Wawa lately? It's packed, packed <laughs> with a lot of no maskers too. It's, it's kind of shocking, especially if you go oh. into Pasco County. But let me say this: um, you mentioned it, how the demand for those tickets and people they're willing to go to Charlotte County to watch right. Ryan Bolt and Tristan Gray and all these no name pitchers and only watch seven innings of baseball on. A very hot day, nonetheless. I mean, yeah. if, if we learned anything, uh, and this isn't really a takeaway, this is just an aside, but I mean, this is why you can't have an outdoor ballpark in Florida. I mean, February 28th, <sighs> yeah. and it's already feeling like it's 90 degrees outside, middle of the day, no bueno. But yeah, that's why I feel like you could get away with, I, I feel like Fox Sports, or I guess it's going to be called Bally Sports now, Yeah, leveraging the casinos and whatnot, you, you could sell that inventory. You could sell that ad space, I feel like. Easily. If Easily. people I mean, are chomping at the bit to go to the games, I, look, you, you've limited. I can't go to the game. I want to consume Rays baseball. And as great as the radio is, it's different when you're watching on television. I don't, you don't even have to bring in Dwayne Stats and Brian Anderson. If you want, just simulcast or, or streamline the radio feed into that television camera set it up and be done with it that's that that has to be legal and compliance there right there because that's that's why they wouldn't do that because it makes absolutely no sense that if you have david andy there you don't have to call ba from cleveland and and yeah. duane from from uh you know from wherever duane is right now he could be in uh, chicago for all we know he exactly be, for all he we used know to call cubs games so that's right that's right yeah. so you know I, I think it's a little bit um unfortunate we don't get to see the games but i do want to speak to that spark and you say something like an economist and i love that uh, the demand and supply you know, if, if, you, if you shrink that supply, we're talking now the same ideology with uh, the sister city. Yes. Well, instead of, um, you know, the, the, the 81 games that you get usually, if we cut that down to 35 and 40, people will come and people will uh, sell out the, the stadium. It's, it's the same principle. And, uh, you know, it, 
that's a whole nother story, but I just wanted to focus on race fandom, the excitement. People are excited about this. I think it's been a, an incredible year for sports in Tampa Bay with yes. hockey, with football and, and, and soccer too, honestly. So you put that all together. People are really excited about what's happening in Tampa Bay race baseball. And, and, and that can only be positive. Yeah. It's really, I mean, if you're a sports fan, Tampa Bay is going to be the center of the universe, if not the center of the universe already. When you add in the Toronto Blue Jays coming to town, the Toronto yeah. Raptors have been in town. WrestleMania is coming back. They've been they've been wrestling at the Trop for months now, I think, and having <laughs> yeah. pay per views and whatnot. It's and I know that's not a real sport, but it's still entertainment, sport entertainment, whatever you want. They to call sweat. It. They sweat that there. Is. They yeah. sweat. They can get MRSA just like the, the rest of us. They can get concussions and things like that. <laughs> so uh, any other takeaways or is that your main thing? No, my second takeaway was in December, there was a ESPN piece made on Tyler Glasnow and how he used to look at pictures of uh, Martin Shkreli. Do you remember that guy? The black hair, the beady eyes, and the fact that he kind of jacked up pharmaceutical products by 5,000%. Do you remember yeah, that guy? Very shady character, uh, like a villain, uh, a Bond movie villain type deal. Exactly. And that's but the look he brings off. Yeah, but he gets caught in the first 15 minutes because he's a nobody. Well, yeah. this guy, that that's him. Um, so th- I thought that was very interesting how he just looked at this this guy's pictures and get him, you know, psyched himself out, uh, you know, ang- ang- using that anger on the mound. I thought that was very interesting. He also said last week that he started using his own experience to get himself angry on the mound. And that experience, uh, you know, to, to get angry on the mound, to get a little bit focused, was him thinking about his former team that never really truly uh, knew how to use his skills. He said he doesn't actually remember exact quotes, but the vibe itself he said, and I quote, it's not like quotes, but just the way that people thought. Like, I'm assuming if you ask people how good I was a few years ago in Pittsburgh, they would have been like, this kid sucks. So I think Tyler has gotten more transparent about his um, time in Pittsburgh and what it was like. And I dig it, man. I, I think there needs to be more transparency between front office and players. And it seems like some teams in baseball just haven't really figured out how to mesh those two worlds. And I think Tyler Glasnow is basically exhibit A. Yeah. Yeah. And in the pirates, I mean, look, we've already made a pirates joke here with the Tristan gray thing, but we'll have to make another one. It's one of those things. It's start, man, organizational culture and top down leadership and how to do things and how to go about things. So important. And I think Chris Archer probably has a similar experience with that. Austin Meadows can probably speak to that as well. And you wonder if you're Tyler glass now, just thinking like if he was say drafted by the Indians or the Rays or another organization that seems to be at the fore of developing pitchers instead of pirates, instead of the pirates being like, no, uh, you're, you're two, we want you throwing two seamers instead of throwing your fastball up in the zone, throwing your four seamer up in the zone, whatever it is. Think about how much money and how much time wasted he's, he's lost to that point oh, yeah. to this point. Like he could, I mean, if he, if he started out with the, the Rays or the Indians or another organization and, and was utilized to his strengths from day one, he might have that long-term contract extension. He might not be going through arbitration right now. 
that's a couple of years of toiling with up and down, up and down mediocrity in Pittsburgh that he wouldn't have had to deal with. Yeah. So of course, money loss. Yes, of course, time uh, and experience loss. But, you know, right now this is for the Rays advantage. And I yeah. thought it was a really cool thing that he, uh, you know, Tyler Glass now, I mean, every time this guy has a, a microphone in front of him, listen up because I think he's, he's gotten better in front of the mic. I think he's a little bit more comfortable and I think now in 2021, uh, not not only being the player representative, obviously, for the MLBPA, for the race, but I think he also understands that if you're looking for a quote for from the race rotation, people will usually gravitate towards him now. He mm-hmm. is now the face of that rotation or whatever word we're going to call the pitchers who right. pitched the most <laughs> in, in 2021. So I think he understands that. And I think he's getting a little bit more comfortable in that role. And, and that's awesome. I think, I think he, he, he's a good guy to listen to his quotes and his, and his thoughts. And I've, I thought these were very interesting. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If Kevin Kiermeyer is traded or something happened to him where he's no longer on the race, who is the guy that the media comes to first for a quote? That right. and it's not it, whether it's a position player or pitcher. It'd probably be Tyler Glass now. He might be that next guy in line. Of you're kind of the the face now and, and the clubhouse leader and, and the way he expresses himself. Yeah, you you can just tell the way he's kind of grown and developed over the years. And yeah, it's just the same that like him and so many others. You wonder how many careers of of pitchers and, and other players have because they weren't taught the right thing or, or, or taught to their strengths where they could be yeah. right now. It's, it's really something. And, and that's why I say you, you mentioned how much that glass now has grown. That's why I thought, you know, when we did this episode last week, long-term contract extension candidates, he's, he's kind of that next face type of guy. If you want to think of it uh, in that realm and, and standpoint. So uh, yeah, very, very interesting stuff there with, with glass now. So is he no longer looking at the Martin Screlly photos or is, I, I don't know if he brings that out every once in a while, how that works. I think, you know, maybe, maybe only sometimes he, he, he really needs that extra push. And so he yeah. thinks about, you know, those, those Martin Screlly pictures. Look, but yeah, I, yeah I, I think what glass now can do, I mean, and I'm not trying to make a joke of this, but like go back and look at your postseason appearances, go back and look at the home runs you've given up, look at your struggles and everything like that. Like he has a body of work to where he can say, I don't want to do this again and move on from there. So, uh, and we'll see if that third pitch works for him too. That, that cutter slider, whatever he's calling it. And here's hoping. Oh, well, he's calling it another thing, which I thought that was, can can we say that on the podcast? Is is that, is that too close? We've said worse. Slutter, I guess. Slutter. I I love it. That's look, that's a a marketing thing. That's a marketing thing. Put that on a t-shirt, make a couple grand, make more than a couple grand. $29.99. How much would Stu sell it for? $39.99. Okay. We're already starting with the, the Stu money comments here. So (laughs) it, it actually was glass now that came up with that term. It yeah, wasn't I like think somebody so. on Twitter. No, no, no. I think it was him. No, it came okay. out from his mouth from a Zoom interview. So, he better yeah. trademark that. Trademark that. Maybe Do that's his Tom nickname. Yeah. That could be his nickname for, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's who he should go for, uh, too, for advice on uh, yeah. on uh, incorporating things and, and slapping a trademark on there. Uh, yeah, that's, see, that's, he's, he's a great personality. I, I don't know what yeah, else I can say. So, um, okay. We will continue this discussion. I've got a takeaway or two that 
I'll throw out there uh, from the weekend. But first, we've got to tell you about the greatest protein bar on the planet, and that is Built Bar. Uh, why is it the greatest protein bar on the planet? Well, they've got so many different flavors, 18 to be exact, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon, almond, cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. And all these flavors are covered in 100% chocolate. They're all soft and easy to chew. They're all low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. They're great for the keto diet if that's something you're on or, or trying to get on. Um, you know, an example of the nutritional facts of a built bar, you're looking at something in the range of 18, 19 grams of protein, 170, 180 calories, just five grams of sugar, and just five grams of net carbs, all in a delicious, delicious treat. So go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on 20, and that'll get you 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code locked on 20, L O C K E D O N, the numerals two zero for 20% off at builtbar.com. Okay, Ulysses, uh, my big takeaway from the weekend, uh, and this may have happened, we didn't really have a chance to discuss it, but I don't know. It's already starting. It's already starting with Kevin Kiermeyer. Okay. He shows up to spring camp and his hip oh. is hurting him. This isn't a good, I'm it's- telling you, this isn't a good sign. He's already been on the north side of 30 going to be 31 in about a month and a half. Ugh. This guy, look, I, should we do an over under prop bet on this? How many games is going to play? Honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I, we're, we're, we're on different sides of the fence on this. I am okay. so not worried about this KK hip right. at all. Zero, zero worried. Honestly, it's uh, I can't believe you're, you're just bringing, after the first, the first game of spring training, you're bringing Kevin Kiermaier slander on the yeah, podcast. which Kiermaier didn't play stand. in because he had a hip issue. He has hip no, tightness. He's just, look, he's going to take it easy. He's cake. He's earning eleven point five million dollars this. That's year. my he point. Is, if you're earning eleven point five million dollar on the Rays, you should not break. be. You should be. You should be playing in under fifty five hundred sixty games, not in. Nah. 66% of your games over the last five years. That's not KK style. KK style is I'm gonna give you 120 and you're gonna and you're gonna love that 120 because I'm gonna be clutch and you're gonna and you're gonna hate me sometimes and I'm and I'm be, gonna be a, a goober out there at times, but you're gonna love me in the end. And and that's what KK offers. He, KK ultimately will offer frustration but also love, and that's okay. Those bones are growing old. Oh I'm telling gosh. you, under 120 games this season. Put this in your bank. Under Ooh. 120. Is anybody going to play 120 on the Rays, though? I mean, with so much platooning and keeping guys fresh, and all I hear is uh, we're going to give guys uh, rest days, rest days, rest days. I mean, I think no one's cracking 120 there. Maybe even, m- maybe not even Willie. I don't know. Okay. I, I'll, I'll go lower if you want. 110, 100. Look, <laughs> I, I hate to be this critical, but. We know Kevin Kiermeyer in his injury history and issues over the years. He's only getting older. And it's not like this is the dog days of summer. This isn't mid-late August where you've played 18 games in 20, ga- uh, 20 days. Uh, you, you just showed up. This is when you should be in your, your fittest. This is when you should be ready. To, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to run through a brick wall. 
Yeah. He shows up with hip, hip tightness. Well, you know, I, 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 I'm not 32. How old did you say Kevin Kiermaier is? 31, 32, 31, uh, I think. He's going to be 31 in less than two months. Okay, well, let's, for the sake of argument, let's call him a 31-year-old. I am not a 31-year-old, uh, you know, with hip problems yet. I will probably be that next year. But I don't think it's a big deal. The way that Kevin Cash talked Ooh. about it, the way that Kevin talked about a Kiermaier, um, they sounded like it's nothing. So I'm going to just not worry about KK too much right yeah. now. There's plenty of time for KK to get hurt. We all know that. <laughs> it's just, it's not going to be the hip uh, for now. I, I, I believe he will be on, on the field in like seven to 10 days. My broader point though, if there is a bright side, is yes. at least the Rays do have depth to weather the storm if and when something happens to KK. It oh, yeah. Slip in Manny Margot. There's probably a big reason why Brett Phillips is going to be on the roster. Still there. Josh Lowe, maybe. If you have to move Arena or somebody else to center field. They've got options there. So that is... They've got a lot of outfielders that if they have to work in in KK's absence, that, that's, that's a positive there, I would say. 100%. And you know what? I think one guy who you really have to keep tabs on if you're a race fan and you know all about KK and the injuries and in the past and all that and the salary and the, and the movements, keep an eye on Manny Margot. Yeah. Keep an eye on Manny Margot because if he can produce with the bat, either the same or just even more than Kevin Kiermaier, this is a done deal because then you have your Kevin Kirma replacement that's still, that has experience still available for you, for your market for financially and would give you some time to get Josh Lowe a little bit more of a season on triple a yeah. and you don't have to rush that guy. So Manny Margot is key right now. And I, I don't think people realize how much of that spotlight should be on Margot, but there should be a lot of eyes paying attention to Manny this season. Man, it's crazy. Again, and I think Manny is a guy that can play more than two-thirds of the ball games available, more than 66% of the games, which makes it even more, I think, outrageous that the Rays of all teams are paying a guy $11, million, $11.5 million to basically miss 50 games a year. It's, it's pretty crazy from that standpoint. So, okay, you're not concerned about KK. Are you concerned about G-Man Choi? And his sore right knee and him not uh, playing spring training game numero uno. Or is this just a case of uh, it's just a little soreness. He'll be all right. I, I, I don't like these injuries popping up so early. I, I got to be I honest don't. with you. No, of course, nobody likes uh, the injury, especially on the, on, on the first weekend. But I will say this. I think G-Man Choi is good for the team and he can be a productive guy, but I'm also excited about what the team looks like if G-Man Choi is not with the team. Because if G-Man Choi is not with the team, that lefty uh, bat at first base, could it be uh, Yoshi gets a little bit more yeah. at bats in 2021? And because they said that he, they're going to try him out at first base during spring training. So could that open up an alley for him? Could that open up a little bit more time for Mike Brasso? Uh, because, you know, I know he's a righty, but I mean, if he makes himself as valuable as he's been, man, try him out of first base. And, and then you, you, you can you can have something there. I, I think it opens up a lot of possibilities. The fact that G-Man Choi is hurt. You don't want him hurt. 
and I'm not going to be worried about injuries right now yeah. on February 26th through the 28th or March 1st. It's really okay. rather early yet. I'm just saying this team has a lot of guys that have histories. Yes. Choi being one of them. KK being one of them, Diaz being another, Meadows, Brandon Loud. That's not even getting to the pitchers yet. So it is good that the Rays have the depth that they have because it, it could be another one of those years where you see a lot of guys on the injured list for one reason or the other. Now look, G-Man Choi, you, you just – he won arbitration, $2.45 million or whatever it was. The Rays should have brought that up. Hey, he's got sore knees. <laughs> Got bad kneecaps. Maybe they did. Maybe they brought in his injury, but you know uh, what? It didn't matter. Good for him for winning that arbitration case. And you know what? He also said, which is something I, I really uh, enjoy from G-Man Choi's uh, quotes, was that he apparently did a lot of more heavy lifting uh, in December and, and not a lot of Pilates and, and yoga uh, in Korea, which meant that his flexibility is not the same right now as it was during the 2020 season. And he said he might not be doing the splits mm. as often as he was doing them last year. But that just means that, you know, his teammates will just have to throw him uh, uh, better baseballs there at first base for him to catch. So I'm all for that. Jimon, do not bail Willie's throws. Do not bail Joey Wendell's throws or even Brandon Lau's throws. Uh, every once in a while. You know what? Make those guys make the throws as they're supposed to. And so you don't have to become a walking gif or yes. a, a walking meme with uh, those uh, holy crap splits that he does. I love the splits, I will say. And I love seeing a guy of G-Man Choi's size do the splits and all the acrobatics and tumbling and everything like that. Okay, I think we got to the... We got to the conclusion here. Sore right knee. He was probably doing too many deadlifts. There too many 500-pound deadlifts. That's the thing. Look, I'm not going to over... I know it sounds like I'm overreacting. I'm just saying, uh, could be... Look, could be a long year with the uh, guys with injured list stints and everything. I'll tell you something right now yeah. about the injuries. I'd rather it be guys like KK and Choi being hurt right now the than, guys like, than, <laughs> than guys like... Patino and Honeywell or yeah. an Archer and Waka situation. Like right now, keep the pitchers healthy, right? Get me through opening day with none of those guys getting injured. I can take a KK sore hip. I can take a G-Man Choi uh, uh, knee because th 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 those things, th there's plenty of depth that I want to see. I, I want to see more yeah. guys being tried at first base and, and center field. They're, they're, they've got plenty of outfielders. So, those are we, – we, we can all weather the storm from that side of, uh, uh, of the ball, but don't touch the, the pitching injuries. Not, not, please don't do that. Yeah, that, that was definitely an issue last year. Look, I'm not even, even going to mention my Brent Honeywell surgery prop bet. I'm just going to leave that there <laughs> and let you. that soak <laughs> because I, I'll believe it when I see it, when I see him throwing a major league game or throwing any game for that matter. But uh, that, that's really my big takeaway there. Injuries, depth is going to have to step up and step up often this year for the Rays and every team throughout baseball. I think that's where the Rays could have an advantage. I mean, one through 40, 45, 50, that's they're going right. to have to rely on guys. Hey, maybe Tristan Gray will be the, uh, we'll get some, some first base opportunities if, if G-Man goes down as a lefty, maybe. lefty big bat. 
who knows? So, all right. Uh, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Uh, in the meantime, take a listen to the Locked On Today podcast and Locked On MLB podcast as well. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow.